Hey. Yo. I feel like talking my shit. I feel like talking my shit. I feel like talking my shit. I feel like. I feel like. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back. This is Treya. And it's your girl, Billy. And together, we're two 20 somethings. <laughs> on our last episode, You Got a Friend in Me. We discussed how our friendship is defined on Google and how our outlook on friendship has changed throughout the years. And that's when I said, Billy, I think we need a whole other episode on friendships, but specifically friendship heartbreaks, because people do change after having a heartbreak, whether it's a romantic relationship, a family relationship, or in this case, a friendship. However, before we spill the beans, we're going to start with our check-in staple, sweet and low, where sweet is something positive that has happened today or this week, and low being in your back bills. This is always my favorite part because I love listening to people share their personal reflection. Anyways, grab a blanket, a snack, a drink, and get cozy, loves. So, Andrea, what is your sweet and low of the week? Well, definitely my sweet would be that I went trick-or-treating with a little girl, and that was very fun. I got lots of candy for her, but my low is, as you can hear, my voice is gone. So we're going to try our best for this episode. How about you, Billy? Yeah, that sucks that you lost your voice. I, I can relate. That was me a couple of weeks ago. Um, but my sweet and low of this week, my sweet is I feel like my week has started off to a very productive start. Um, it's been a balance of chaos and rest, but mostly chaos. But I'm like in the way that it's going. My low is that I wish that I had one day this week where I could just do nothing, but I don't. So that is my low for this week. Um, <laughs> hopefully next week it'll be a little bit better and I can get at least one day to do nothing all day. Um, but yeah, let's let's jump into our topic of today. And that is friendship heartbreaks. Um, when did you have your first friendship heartbreak? Oof, girl. Um, I was in fourth grade and I was a new student in a new school. I became friends with this nice girl. And whenever we're speaking on our episodes, we will never reveal actual names. So let's call this girl Amy. Amy and I were good friends, but then she started doing little things that would frustrate me, like push me in a hallway to like knock my water bottle off the bench. And then I'm just like, mom, this girl did this. And my mom went up to the school and basically we stopped being friends after that. And that was my first friendship heartbreak because I felt like she was my first best friend. Mm. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Billy? Oh, listen, I have gotten my heart broken by a lot of friends. Um, And I think, you know, as we stated in our last episode, that comes from just using the word friend too loosely. Um, So that could be why Um, maybe every single one of these people that broke my heart wasn't my friend. Um, I can't, to be very honest, I've lost so many friends and I've had my heart broken so many times with friends that I don't have like a 
this I can pinpoint back to fourth grade like you did or like second grade when something like this has happened. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's happened quite a, a, a few times. And I think if I was to have to, if I had to pick one moment, I would say that it was probably in elementary school. Um, I think, uh, you know, just kind of that back and forth of having friends and then maybe one day someone saying or or doing something that you don't like, or you do something that maybe rub someone else the wrong way. And then it's like the next day you come into class and no one wants to talk to you or they give you the cold shoulder, like that type of thing. Um, I would say is probably like the first situation that I ever had with like a friendship heartbreak or somebody kind of like, I mean, disowning me in a way, like we, like I said, being my friend one day and not the next. Um, but yeah, like I, like I said, I can't pinpoint any specific turning point for me like at a young age but I know that I've had many friendship heartbreaks so I feel like it just sucks that you can experience a heartbreak basically at any stage age of your life and being a young person literally elementary school what you're in a range of literally five to like 11 and you're experiencing that pain already it sucks yeah but um <laughs> Even though it sucks, um, sometimes I believe that it's time to let go of those type of friendships. So, Billy, like, has there been ever a time when you decided to walk away from a friendship? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, it's not something that I've done the most, <clears throat> but I have decided to walk away from friendships that no longer serves me. Um, friendships that no longer made me feel good. Um, and I've only gotten to that place two times in my life or mm -hmm. three times in my life where I've done that. Um, maybe, you know, maybe a couple more. Um, but I decided to make myself the priority and that's the reason behind why I decided to end those oh, friendships. Snaps. Always choose yourself thorough. And this goes for everyone. Choose yourself first, always. Yeah. So, yeah, I made myself the priority and I decided that for the sake of my peace and where I saw myself going, that mm -hmm. it made it, it no longer made sense. Um, Just like in a relationship with a partner, you know, if you feel like you're not growing together or, you know, there's something that's not happening that you want to be happening. Same thing goes for friends. Like, you, it has to be it has to be mutually beneficial. So, yeah. So how did you come to terms with that? Like, were you the one to set and go up to X person and be like, hey, this is not working out, whatever? Or did you decide to like slowly drift apart until there was literally no communication, no contact at all anymore? Yeah, I think in my past, when I was in my early 20s, probably a couple of them just drifted um, you know, a conversation was probably had. Um, uh, we probably got to the end of that conversation and and we decided that, you know, or you know, didn't we didn't decide anything. We just had a conversation. It didn't go any type of way, like it didn't go left and it didn't go right. But at the end of that conversation, it was kind of like, Well, this is over and that's kind mm -hmm. of it. And then, you know, you don't speak to people, you don't text them, you don't call them, you don't comment on their social media, you don't reach out, maybe 
a month or two later, you unfollow each other or whatever, you know, just little things like that. But I have had situations where I've had conversations with people and, you know, again, maybe we got to the end of the conversation and there wasn't a definite answer, but on my end, I felt closure or I felt like this is what I have to do for myself and this is what I'm going to do. And then I take that next step forward. And then sometimes there is no conversation. Um, I like to think though, for me personally, however, I've decided to end a friendship. I don't believe in leaving any relationship in chaos. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and what that means for me is just like, I don't like to be, and even though this might sound a little bit crazy because someone might say, well, ending a friendship is like problematic. I don't like to be problematic. Um, and I don't think ending a friendship is problematic. I think the way that you end it can be problematic. Um, also, sorry to cut you off, but it could also be that the person views it as problematic because they're not going to benefit from it anymore. So they yeah. like, try to switch the the story perspective. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, but either way, like I said, when I when I end a friendship, I like to I like for a person to understand where we stand. And what I mean by that is like I don't I don't like to leave kind of this ambiguous space um for people to wander down. I think that it's either clear, like we're either gonna be we're either gonna be friends, we're not gonna be friends, and there's gonna be no love loss, or we're not gonna be friends and we're not gonna be a part of each other's life in any way. So that means like, I'm not going to follow you on social media. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and then there are some people you come to, you come to ends with and you can still be cordial and follow somebody on social media. And it's not a problem. And it's not like somebody being nasty or catty. So I do have people that I'm no longer friends with that do follow me on social media. And I do have friends that I'm not friends with and I don't follow them on social media anymore. So it really just, it really just depends. You are so strong. And I'm always going to tell you this because even if I don't like even if I end the friendship on good terms like I don't want that person on social media I feel like once you're out you're out like there shouldn't be no reason why you know what's going on in my life or I should know what's going on in your life um but to answer the question I asked you um I feel like I've never had a really proper conversation to end a friendship I kind of just drifted away because I I get turned off. And then like, I will mention, I will definitely mention like how I feel and have many conversations. But if I see like you're not being receptive or anything, I just feel like it's dead. You can't feed the dead horse. You can't, no, it's just done. And um, it sucks because when you're in a friendship, you just feel like you can do anything. It, like it's like a friendship is just a, like a relationship. You, you're a power power duo, and it sucks when it doesn't work out. <sighs> yeah, no, <clears throat> it does. But I think all good things must come to an end. Um, and every relationship has its season. Um, it has its reason, and some things are just a learning lesson. Um, and so even with people who have cut me off and people who I've cut off, or like I said, ended ended a relationship, a friendship with them. You know, it's like I said, for most of them, it's, there is no hard, there are no hard feelings and there is no love loss because we once were friends. And, you know, I like to think that any, any, anybody who I'm not friends with anymore that was, that I was friends with in my past life, I'm always wishing them well. Um, and that's not like directly, like I'm not going up to you and saying, oh, I wish you well. And sometimes it's not indirectly, but in passing, I think I'll have a memory and I'll remember. And I'm like, oh, I, I hope that person is doing well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that takes a lot of healing and growth to get to that point. Yeah. But the thing is, is if you ended a relationship with someone or if somebody ended a relationship with you, sometimes it's not personal. Um, That's the other thing. Sometimes it's not personal. Um, You can take it personal, but sometimes it's not. And the one last thing that I will say is that if you ended the relationship because you felt like it was toxic or chaotic or no longer aligned with your values and your morals or where you were going in life, then I think that you shouldn't be better about making a good decision for yourself, even though there may be some bitterness in the decision because yeah. no one to leave a good friend or end a, a friendship of 10 years or a friendship of 15 years or a friendship of three years, whatever. Like no one wants to have to do that, but no one wants to grieve someone who's a, who's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any, I don't think people want to grieve at all. Um, I don't think grieving is a thing that people want to do at all, but I think if you get to a point where you make a decision that this is what I need to do, or on the other hand, if a person makes a decision that says you are no, I don't, I no longer want you to be my friend. I look at it as I want a person to do what's best for them and I'm going to do what's best for me. So I don't take it personal in the fact that if I'm not good for you, then I want you to, I want you to cut ties with me. I want you to leave. I want you to, cause as my friend, and my friend brain is always thinking, I want the best for my friend. And if I'm not the best for you, then I'm okay with that. And that's truly how I feel. How long would you say that it took you to come to this mindset? I want to say I was probably like in my, I was in my mid, no, I wasn't in my mid because I'm in my mid now, but I was probably like in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt that way when I was like in high school too. Um and I think it just comes with the realization of of where you are. Like you can you can be sad, you can be hurt. I think the point to get to that point of saying, if somebody, if I, as a friend, I want my friends to have the best of everything. They deserve everything that that's good in this world. I have to still have that. I have to still have that perception when you're not my friend because what has changed, right? Uh, if you were not my friend in the beginning then that's the only way that I would have any negative things or ill intent towards you. That is growth though. And that is maturity because a lot of people don't have that. People get mad at someone, they get angry and it's like, yes, they freaking, you know, forget about you. Like, I don't care. And I'm, and I'm not saying that that is abnormal. That is not abnormal. That is a normal grieving process. That is a normal feeling. That is a normal emotion. However, you can't stay in that, that, that because it becomes bitterness. And so once you get to the point where you're over the, Oh, and she did this and she did that and da 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 whatever, whatever. But that was your friend. So I can't sit here and call you my friend. And now because we're not friends, have so many negative things to say about you and not wish you well. Yeah. Even though I'm hurting because hurt people, because then hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. So like I said, for me, it becomes about what is the word? I'm not, I'm, I'm not making it personal. And by me not making it personal, I'm able to say, I wish this person, this person well, no matter if I feel like they spited me in the, in the, in the process. Cause it wasn't personal. It was about them. Yeah. It wasn't about me. Now, if someone is nasty to you when they, when they end a friendship, that has something different too. And that is still personal. That, that is, that is personal to them. It's not about you. Um, actions do not determine your worth. Or who you are as a person, your character, point, period. (laughs) So, um, Billy, like, um, after after so many heartbreaks, 
that we've experienced, what are some things that you've done to move forward? Like, have you focused more on yourself and doing what stuff? Um, In the past, I used to believe in burning anything that a person gave you um, to cut, to, to, to break the energy um, that was surrounding you. So in the past, I, I would take things that were given to me from people, whether friends, past relationships, and I would burn it. That was like my way of gaining closure and bringing peace and removing bonds and, and people's energy to the things that they've given me. Um, now, and this age of my life, because that was when I was younger. Um, now I journal about it, maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. I talk to my friends about it. Maybe, maybe not. It depends. But most of the time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to my friends. Um, Drea, Drea has heard about it. Um, People got a vent. I'm here to listen. Yeah. Um, And then my therapist is going to hear about it. <laughs> Definitely. Homegirl. And then I'm going to take deep breaths. I'm probably going to, you know, I'm not going to move on from it the next day, but it'll linger. It'll linger. It's new. It's fresh. It's like a wound, a scar. You know, you scrape yourself. You know, it's bleeding. It's bloody. It's pink. And over time, it heals. And oh. uh, as the time goes on, it'll get further in the back of my mind. And, oh. you know, I'll continue pushing forward and living my life because that's kind of the only thing that you that you can do, you know, heartbreaks are inevitable. They're going to happen. You're going to get your heart broken from a lot of different people, places, spaces. And, you know, you, you, you don't have to be super, you don't have to be a superhuman because you're not, but at the same time, superhuman. <laughs> but, but at the same time, you do have to remember to love on yourself and self-care and self-love at that point where you have a heartbreak is super important. Like, I mean, it's self-love and self-care is always a hundred percent. It should be top tier, no matter what type of relationship you're in. But when you are hurt, when you are broken, when you feel defeated, self-love, self-care is like above everything else. Uh, yeah, I agree. But it also takes a long time to get to that point because I remember experiencing my first my first few friendship heartbreaks, I would just literally self-sabotage, whether it's just like sleeping more or isolating myself from others because I thought like I simply didn't deserve it, deserve to have a friend because I I was thinking millions of negative things about myself. And then as I experienced more friendship heartbreaks growing up and until now, um, my mind, my thought process has changed. I have been choosing myself more. And just like you, I may journal, I may not journal. I will definitely vent, of course, because I love chatting about my whole entire life. And yeah, like I will definitely write things and tear it apart and throw it out because that's how you just release energy cortized like you mentioned earlier and it yeah. does make you feel better after doing oh really so what is like other encouraging advice you would give to someone if someone's currently experiencing a heart uh friendship heartbreak like how does one get over that letting go feeling oh what do i do well i kickbox i think i've mentioned this in a couple of episodes so hitting a bag always makes me feel better um, because I can 
visualize it being maybe the person that I want to hit <laughs> or the problem, you know, uh, uh, everything is not a person. Sometimes it's a problem um, that you're trying to solve. Um, I love to listen to my little inspirational trap music, the ones that make you feel like you a bad bitch and nobody else matters. Because you are. Uh, because you are. Because you are and because they don't. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else? Binge watching TV. Like if you are in one of those moods where you're just like, like Drea said, self-sabotage, don't really. I mean, binge watch a show. Watch something. Yeah. Just, don't think about anything. Just look at this TV scroll on your phone yeah um, that's also self-care it doesn't always have to be journaling meditating on or all that stuff it could be like you said binge watching a show eating your favorite foods listening to music There's another one another one that's my my favorite too that i just do on a regular day this is not even because of anything but i always look in my mirror and I talk to myself like my like Issa Rae do and um Instacare and for anybody who's familiar, but you know, you big yourself up. You look in a mirror, you like, mm, you know, I say I'm that girl because you are that girl, that guy, that man, that lady, whoever you are, you are that. And that is the essence of who you are. And sometimes I like to twerk in my mirror, you know what I'm saying? I'll send Drea twerking videos of me like, randomly. Like, you know, it's just like I can't. You know, prosper with the friendships that you, the friendships and the relationships that you do have. Also, don't 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 spend so much time dwelling on the loss of a friendship that you forget to maintain your other relationships and other friendships as well. I think that's super 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 important. Pour back into yourself with the people around you who love you and are supporting and encouraging you, because they're still there at the end of the day you will always have a support system whether it's physically or spiritually there's always something someone there having your back yeah absolutely what do you feel is for you drea you know something that you've learned over time and that you you said you kind of had those self-sabotaging ways that you kind of just soak um and be depressed like what do you feel like is your top one thing to do now like if you have a friendship heartbreak or maybe you and a friend are in a rocky place. What do you feel like is your go-to now? Definitely. Um, <laughs> I've been having this whole crazy obsession with spreadsheets. So I have this one spreadsheet that it's labeled mind, body, and spirit. And there's a tab where I have journal entries and I write the specific day, how I'm feeling, what's around me. And honestly, I feel like that's the best thing I've ever done so far in my life because I realized that I can express myself more through, through words, written words. I'm just the author there. I get so into writing. And after I just don't read it and I forget about it. That's it. Whatever's written there is period yeah life continues that's it i like that and so you leave it there i just leave it there mm -hmm. and by the way that spreadsheet is also shared with my therapist so she'll go on and like read it and then whatever whenever we meet she'll bring it up and i just feel like she just helps me 
continue and finish deciphering whatever thought I have. I like that. Yeah. What about you? Oh, what is my top one thing? Mm. I would really have to say for me, it's it's the music. I think for a while, music had really lost me and I wasn't really feeling it. Um, but currently on my I'm a bad bitch, nobody else matters is Tomorrow Too by Glorilla featuring Cardi B. Like that's just like the song that has me like inspired, motivated, like popping my shit, whatever. And then another song that has really had me just feeling like you don't gotta worry about nothing else, whatever, whatever, better things by Sierra featuring Summer Walker. Like those are like motivational uplifting you got this bitch you're doing a good job type of songs on my playlist so if you are feeling like somebody done tried you said something to you that you don't like try to stop being your friend you got to cut them off bump those two tunes because (laughs) they keep me going okay if you also realize like after each heartbreak no matter what it is you really transform yeah, definitely transformation, definitely healing, definitely growing, mm-hmm. definitely thriving. You know what I'm saying? Say positive words, speak life into yourself. Don't w- wish wish people who are in your past, wish them well. There's no need to be bitter. Um, and good things will come back to you. Um, and that's the way that I see it. And I'm wishing them well because I do want them to be well, not because of karma. I wish them well. Yeah, I've come to that point, too. Um, sometimes I just speak like, damn, why you got to be such a, ugh. But I can't even say that because, like, I still have so much love for you. And I wish you the best. And I'm hoping you're doing the best that you that you can and that you're thriving as well. And at the end of the day, I'm grateful for meeting and crossing paths. <laughs> you heard my voice crack. I feel <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, Billy. Well, do you have anything else that you'd like to add? I think that this has just been a very, a very like informational packed yeah. podcast, and it's just the essence of friendships are just another relationship that you know definitely have heartbreaks. People don't realize that, and friendship heartbreaks, I think hurt more than like relationship heartbreaks because it's like I don't know it's different in a way like I don't know because it's like a friendship heartbreak I feel like when it comes to friends it's like I see you for my whole life and when it comes to like a romantic relationship it seems like you just don't know when you're gonna break up it could be forever it may not be forever but when I when you view a friendship it's like you're stuck with me <laughs> till death it was a part and when it doesn't happen it hurts because it's like wow there is a more deeper intimacy there yeah absolutely and my friends are very important to me so I think it just always hurts um even no matter I don't I don't think you ever get used to it I think you know there's always going to be a, a sting or a, a breakup or a rejection or just ending something that was once like everything to you um yeah but a few episodes back I remember you saying actually it was the last episode you said you have to be good to yourself to be a good friend 
And then to be a good friend, to be a good partner, would you continue being friends with someone you were in a relationship with? Mm, yeah, because some things don't work out. Some Sometimes you can't be in an intimate relationship with someone. Sometimes you're better off being friends. Sometimes people don't start off as friends in an intimate relationship. And then they are in an intimate relationship. And the intimacy might keep them from actually living in their true potential of friends. Um, but I wouldn't, at that point, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't develop a, I wouldn't develop like an, a very like deep relationship with someone that I was intimate with as a friend. And I just don't like that because I feel like it can, it can become messy. It can cross ties. It could cross lines. And I think it's just being respectful for the person's new partner that they have. Um, because I wouldn't, I don't know. <clears throat> and this is like, this is getting into like a different topic, but you know, I don't know if it would be, if, if I would be comfortable or if, that friend's partner would be comfortable knowing that you're calling this person your friend, but you were intimate. So I just don't know how close that person, like at what distance would I keep that person as my friend, you know? Basically an acquaintance. Yeah. And that's fine. So they, I mean, we can have a, we can have a friendship, but I think, like I said, it, it would become more complicated if we didn't know how to just only be friends. And then also I just like to be very transparent. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be comfortable having a partner and having a friend, especially if he was going to be around my partner and my partner not know that I was intimate with this person in the past. So oh, I feel like I would have <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I would tell my partner, I would be like, this guy is my friend, but we've also slept together or we've been intimate with each other in the past because I wouldn't feel comfortable having somebody around my partner and them not knowing that. Yeah. And most of the time, partners, like, they don't really, they're, they're really not a fan of that. Right, exactly. It's understandable. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So, guys, don't feel shy and send us a DM or submit a comment on our NGL link of your first heartbreak and see how you guys have healed and grown from that experience. Mm -hmm. we want to hear all about it of course so thank you guys for joining us again today um my voice is leaving my body for good so miss billy do you want to conclude please make sure to like comment and subscribe check out our other socials on instagram tiktok and you know where to find us till next time 220 somethings sounding off. Bye.